0: We have to make those lifestyle changes that are actually just small improvements because that's sustainable. We can't keep trying to seek to, you know, live up to someone else's arbitrary standards of clean with our diet or be perfect for their workouts. We are human. Okay. Welcome to season four of the fitness hacks podcast. My goal this season is to help you shatter those self-limiting beliefs by learning to train smarter through proper workout design, nutrition, and mindset habits. Hey guys, it's Corey from redefining strength. Welcome to the fitness hacks podcast. Today, I wanna talk about six things that are holding you back from achieving lasting results. So I know we all want overnight results. I know we all want results even yesterday, right? But the more we seek to get fast results, the less likely we are to actually see the results we want and deserve. The less likely we are to sustain those results long-term. Fad diet results just simply aren't real results. Cutting out all of your carbs, yes, it might make you lose weight overnight on the scale, but it's not actually true fat loss. So many of the things we do to try and get results faster ultimately are what hold us back long-term. They're what backfire in metabolic adaptations and unsustainable habits and us feeling like we don't have the willpower or self-control to continue. So as much as I know we want results yesterday, we have to get ready to truly make some true lifestyle changes if we want to see the amazing results that we deserve. Because not only do we want to look good tomorrow, we want to look good a year from now, okay? So I wanted to share six things that often hold us back from truly reaching our goals. Thing number one, trying to out-exercise and out-diet time. The more we want to get results faster, the more we actually do have to make sacrifices. That's a simple fact. However, sacrifices don't mean going to extremes or doing things that are just completely unsustainable, not based off of who and what you are. Yes, we might want to steer more into stricter macro breakdowns and go a little bit heavier on the deficit, right, instead of just being a little bit smaller with the deficit, even though that's more sustainable. Yes, we might put our ideal workout schedule in if we do have the time for it. But we also want to base everything off of progression and macros so that we can easily steer back when times aren't as ideal, because that's what builds the habits that actually allow us to be consistent long-term. Too often, we just try and do more in the moment with no thought as to whether or not these habits are sustainable. And in that push to try and do more right now, we ultimately burn ourselves out. We do so many workouts and so long that it's just not realistic for our lifestyle. We feel like we're always exerting self-control and willpower. So the second something else comes up in our life that does take a little priority we don't know how to continue because we haven't based our things off of actual fundamentals. We've just sort of done the extreme. We've done as much as possible, right? Instead of learning about macros and really understanding how the different macro ratios can impact us, we just restrict foods arbitrarily that we're going to ultimately want to keep in our diet. And so then we don't know how those foods really impact us or how we can actually work them in as long as we stay at certain ratios to reach results. So as much as we want to have that short-term focus, as much as we want to get results right now, We have to realize that we cannot out-exercise or out-diet time. So the more we actually put realistic habits into place, the better off we're going to be. And yes, we can steer more towards that faster, over-sustainable side of things, but we want to base it off fundamentals so that we can actually be consistent with those long-term. Because ultimately, what is going to get your results is sticking with something consistently for longer. People always tell me, oh, you know, I don't have your discipline, I don't have this or that. But it's because I don't rely on those things and instead focus on the habit changes that I can actually do, not only this week, this month, but this entire year, right? And no, I'm not perfect with them. There are going to be times you're not perfect with them. But then I find ways to make my lows less low, my minimums higher. I focus on those 1% improvements. But I'm in it to win it long term and not trying to out-exercise or out-diet time. And that's what's going to really set you up for success, okay? Because often in doing more, we sabotage our own consistency, making ourselves run out of self-control and willpower so we fall off our plan. Thing number two, not taking pictures and measurements and recognizing the progress along the way. So even if you want to lose weight on the scale, if you get caught up in that number, you're going to really sabotage your results. Because the scale is going to fluctuate daily for so many reasons from even the fact that you didn't poop that morning or you ate later at night or you worked out hard and there's inflammation or you know, you're know you not sleeping as well because of stress, whatever it is. The scale is going to fluctuate for like a thousand different reasons. So if you only base it off of weighing one time a week, you might have even lost weight earlier that week, but it's just not showing on the scale because of what you did the night before. So it's really key that like we take pictures, we take measurements, we have other forms of monitoring our progress and whether or not we're doing the habit changes and they're paying off. Just like in our workouts, you know, when you're tracking your pace for a race, you might want to track, you know, your mild pace at points, but then also is your overall pace improving? You know, were you able to run further even with less pain? You know, like all these different things. You want to track different measures of progress so that you can see how all the different habits are paying off. So even if you have a weight loss goal, you want to set performance goals for in the gym because it'll help you stay consistent with your workouts. It'll help you show those muscle gains. But the more you can take different forms of measurement to track different data, the more you're going to set yourself up for success and the more you're really going to see how each habit is working for you or against you to make changes. Okay, So take different forms of measurements and even celebrate some of those habit changes as wins okay so i know that's cliche i know we sort of hate doing this like oh that's really boring but if you're making a lot of changes like you are now working out three times a week or you started lifting weights on top of your runs or you started tracking your macros the more you can also remember that these are new big changes that will build and celebrate those over the week and say hey i did all these things consistently so now you know i get to put something in the jar so that i get new workout clothes at the end of this month or whatever else it is the more you can celebrate the consistency in those habits and embrace them, the more you're going to make them a part of you and the more consistent you're going to be with them, which is going to lead to better and better results. Because we have to remember, too, that progress is never linear. So the more data points we give ourselves to track all the different ways we are actually progressing, that these results are paying off, the more we're going to help ourselves really embrace the lifestyle and see it as something we want to keep doing. Tip number three, remind yourself of how long it took you to gain and remember that you've been away from your ideal for a while, so it's going to take longer to see the results that you want, okay? Often we didn't get into our current position overnight, and we're not going to get out of it. And I think a lot of times, you know, we see a 16-week program is a really long time, but we don't recognize the fact that we've potentially been above our goal weight for years, right? That's a lot longer than 16 weeks. 16 weeks is a drop in the hat sometimes compared to where, you know, we've actually been at. And if we don't recognize and compare those two numbers, a lot of times we feel like we've been working really hard for a really long time, especially because a lot of times we don't like making the changes we have to make. And so then we get discouraged when results aren't adding up in the way we feel like they should because we have been consistent for four months, right? We have to sometimes give ourselves even that visual. I even like mapping it out. You know, maybe you'd make a little chart that shows you the 12 months and 12 inches and then you show the four months and four inches, right? Just so you can see that there's a big discrepancy in time as you're going through. Because the simple fact of the matter is like our body, just like our mind, doesn't like change. So the more you've been up or the longer you've been up and the more things that now have popped up and the more habits you have in place that sort of are against what you actually need to do, the more you're going to rebel against it, not only mentally, but physically. Your body does not want to change from where it thinks is normal. So this set point, even if you feel it's not healthy, even if it's not where you want to be at, even if at some point in your life you were at a different point, it now thinks this is normal and it's been there for a while. So it's going to fight against any changes that take it away from what it feels is normal. So the longer you've been away from your goal, the more weight you have on to lose, the longer things are going to take, and the more it's going to take time to even adjust everything so that your body feels safe enough, so to speak, to actually make the changes that you want to see, okay? It's why even when we go low carb at some point it might backfire, because our fat cells hold on to water so that they don't shrink, so that they're ready to uptake more energy to store, right? So our body is doing everything it can to really fight against all the changes we want to see. Just remember that. So give yourself that comparison of how long you might have had something on just so that you realize that what you're doing right now is a very small drop in the bucket and to stay consistent, okay? It's also why you can't compare yourself to somebody else who might have just gained the weight over the holidays, right? If they've gained 10 pounds and you have 10 pounds on, but they just gained it, their body's going to be a lot more willing to say, hey, this is not where we've been. I'm okay with losing this. It's just like a trainer when they do those shows where the trainer gains weight with the client, right? But the client's had it on for years and the trainer just gained it not only did the trainer just gain it, but they also know the pain associated with making some of the changes they have to make. They're comfortable maybe knowing that they have to be ex-hungry during this time, or they're comfortable now having to push themselves and be sore with workouts for a while, even though they just took off, right? So there also is something with knowing the discomfort of the changes you're going to make. Even If they become healthy lifestyle habits, you really enjoy, right? There's discomfort with making those changes and they understand the discomfort. A lot of times, if we haven't made those changes in those ways, we don't understand that discomfort. So that's also part of why it's so hard to make the changes. Okay? Thing number four is we often find ourselves trying to avoid the hard. We can't avoid the hard if you really want to see results. The more we look for a quick fix, the more we actually set ourselves up to waste time. We might see quick results on the scale, but they're not lasting results. Okay? The more you embrace the hard, the more you embrace that learning process and really understanding the fundamentals of what you need to succeed, the more, yes, it might take some time at the start to see the results you want, but you're going to actually get lasting results. You're actually going to build lifestyle habits. You're not just going to constantly be relying on self-control and willpower. Because a lot of times the reason we don't see the lasting results we want is because we actually are trying to do so much in habits that really aren't based on who and what we are and what we need to succeed. And so we're trying to out-willpower, out-self-control time. But other things are going to come up in our life that are going to detract from those things. And the second we don't have willpower because of something else, because of stress at work, whatever else, we're not going to want to do those healthy habits, but the more we've actually learned how to ingrain them, base them off of our current lifestyle, the more they're sort of going to stick and it's not going to take self-control to replicate them, right? We're just going to repeat them because they, what we're doing, they're what has been based off our lifestyle. We've ingrained them a little bit more, okay? So stop searching for like a new sexy thing. Stop searching for something faster. Go back to those basics as unsexy as it is. Go back to the macros. Track your food. Set up workout progression so you can track your progress. Stop searching for a workout of the day that's a magic killer workout, right? It's not just about working harder, guys. It's about actually giving yourself a clear plan and making sure all the systems work together. You know, putting a cog on the machine won't necessarily make the machine work better if that cog doesn't actually have a place and it's not part of the system, right? It's just a wasted cog that might even interrupt everything and not make it work the way it should. So as frustrating, as hard, as tedious, as boring as it is sometimes to do those basics, if you actually want to see lasting results, Stop trying to find a way around the hard learning process. Embrace it. Do it. Okay? Thing number five is not tracking. The simple fact of the matter is, and I've said this a ton of times, so sorry if you've heard it a bazillion times and you're sick of hearing it, but what we measure, we can manage. When you track, you have accurate data to make changes. When you don't track, you're guessing or wondering at what's actually working. So as annoying, as tedious, as boring, as hard as it is to learn how to track with macros, Guys, the simple fact of the matter is this is really frustrating not knowing what is and isn't working and constantly feeling like you have to change things up because nothing's moving you forward. When you have data, you can adjust. Okay? When you don't have data, you're guessing. You're throwing spaghetti at the wall and hoping something sticks. And a lot of times we end up throwing out things that really work or things that actually would be perfect for us because we simply don't know if they're working or not because we're frustrated because we're letting emotions play on us, right? And emotions lie to us. They tell us we haven't lost weight because we look in the, the mirror and don't feel good or we haven't, you know, made body recomp just because the scale didn't change on one day, even though it's actually technically down from all week. It's down from last week. It's down from the month before, right? Feelings are not data and they can really derail us and make us sabotage ourselves. But when we have that data, we can be objective. We can be say, no, look, look at this, this line. No, it is not perfectly straight down on the scale. It's up and down over the day. But if I actually draw a line through it, the progress is going down. I am making progress, right? So data gives us something objective, Okay. There's power in data because it actually allows us to adjust in a sustainable way and not let feelings sabotage us, okay? Thing number six is believing results are all about discipline. So often people will, you know, comment on, oh, you're so disciplined. Oh, you just can do all these things. You you never lose control. And it's one of these things that it's because I'm basing stuff off of who and what I am in my current lifestyle. I'm always focused on making those 1% improvements. We just can't out-discipline everything, though, in our life. Other priorities are going to come up. Other stressors are going to come up. And the more we try and rely on self-control over trying to actually create sustainable habits, the more we're setting ourselves up for failure. And often this happens because we are trying to do more and out-exercise or out diet time. We're looking for that fast fix. We have to remember that self-control is a gas tank, and it can become depleted not only because of the lifestyle habits we're trying to change to lose weight, but also because of other things in our life. And so instead of relying on that, we have to really think how can we ingrain these habits so we can repeat them without thought, without having to always feel like we're exerting self-control and willpower to do them. And that means basing things off of where we're starting from. It means assessing who and what we are and what we ultimately need to succeed. It's realizing that restricting foods, because we actually want to include those long-term, might not work for us, right? It might be keto this day, but it might be low-fat the next day, and it might be demonizing grains the next day, right? But if we don't realize that it's actually restriction that derails us, and we just think, oh, it's the exact foods, we're not assessing who we are. We're not realizing that restriction for us is what ultimately sabotages us. So start really assessing who and what you are so that you can make those small habit changes and make things become so ingrained that it doesn't take willpower constantly to replicate them, okay? We have to embrace sort of our personal freedom, so to speak. We have to make those lifestyle changes that are actually just small improvements because that's sustainable. We can't keep trying to seek to, you know, live up to someone else's arbitrary standards of clean with our diet or be perfect with our workouts. We are human. Okay. So remember, changes will not happen overnight. And the more we focus on who and what we are and what we need to succeed, the more we're actually going to make changes that will help us create those lasting long-term results. I know we all want results yesterday, but we need to take ownership of the journey and realize that things aren't going to happen overnight. And the more we can embrace time and stop trying to out-exercise or out-diet it, the better the results we're going to ultimately see. Thanks for tuning in to the Fitness Hacks podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a review on iTunes. If you haven't introduced yourself, message me on Instagram or Facebook. I'd love to hear what goals you're working towards and see if I can help. For my three-step recipe for amazing results, visit rsrecipe.com.